0: This is As Late Podcast, it's your boy Titus, and we got Descendant in the building. Yeah, yeah, What's going yeah. on, my What's brother? On, bro? My long lost R- brother. Long lost. Reunited.
1: My... And <laughs> it feels so good. <laughs> <laughs> Man, it's been like over 10 years.
0: I was telling my niece that. I was like, yeah, I probably. I don't think I've seen this dude in like a decade, bro. Yeah. It ha-
1: yeah. yeah. No, it is. Yeah. Like, it's like, because like... N-
0: what are we talking? We're we talking like 2000, what, like 10? 10? Yeah. <laughs> 2010 <laughs> or 2011. Yeah. It was like, it was like right when the 2010s was coming in. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Like... I think it was 2011. Mm-hmm. If I'm not mistaken. Either or, but yeah, man, yeah. it's been over 10 years. Yeah, like
0: <sighs> Time freaking flies. Yo. Time flies when you're having fun, man.
1: <laughs> You're living your purpose, man. Mm-hmm. You living your purpose. Time time definitely flies by quickly. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. It's been it's been a beautiful journey
0: though, um, for myself and just watching you still ascend. To be descended. Yeah. <laughs> you I like, like what you I did, did there. Yeah, you I like, like what, what I did, did there. Did. My niece like looks that. disgusted by <laughs> that. <laughs> she was like, she was yeah. like yeah. <laughs> We got Summer Simone over there. Summer Simone in the house. Summer. <laughs> <laughs> KBZ. But um seeing for real though, man, seeing you um continue to strive mm-hmm. to do what you do, man, having that passion. I mean, that's what it's all about. At the end of the day, because, you know, yeah. everybody has those. And you, of course, have had many obstacles in doing this, um, being consistent in um, perfecting your craft. And, like, it was it was times, bro, like, I remember, bro, when you had the braids. Like, yeah. <laughs> yo. I remember when you had the AIs. And you rapped for me for the first time. Like, I remember you were, like, so, like, chill. Like, it was at a party. Like, like whatever those campuses were at St. All we used to stay at. And um, yeah. you were like, yeah, man, you know I rap, man. And I was like, I was like, yeah." I was like, I was like, I was like rap something right now, Damn, dog." Boy. And you were like, you were rapping. And I was like, oh, no, like, this dude actually rapping. I'm re- and your flow to me, I was like, mm, his flow needs work. Like, his, flow, yeah. his flow needs work, but For I sure. get what he's talking about. For sure. And then you're the definition of consistency. Because as time went on. Up into Road to Greatness. I don't know what. Well, you perfected the craft because like this is before you were talking about Road to Greatness. This is before like Road to Greatness even came out. You were like, "Yo, man!" Because remember Road to Greatness? You cut your hair. Like that's when you cut the hair and like you
1: went to it. And it's funny, bro. I lost that that album. It it brings back so many memories because I lost. What do you mean you lost that album? I I I lost it five times. Mm. I recorded, had it done uh computer crash recorded mm. had it done computer crash recorded had it done like so it's, it's spent almost over five that i was supposed to come out like it came out 2014 That I was supposed to come out like 2012 mm. and in the middle of me trying to get to that album i released two eps before that mm. and as you were saying my uh the flow wasn't as sharp or yeah. smooth as it should have been So I was just steady recording Steady recording Steady recording And um You know what I'm you saying Shout out to I finally I finally got it together And I always respected you For just being honest Cause I remember that night And you was like Yo you dope But your flow You gotta just mm-hmm. you like, you just, I was like I was like It's something
0: and, and you're supposed to do that When you really care about yeah. it And when you see the potential of it I was like it's something that's missing. I was like, I I, I like what he's saying, but it was, it was at, a, at a, it was at a point where I felt like you were rushing it or something yeah. like that. and you perfected that. You know, like you you worked on it. You took the notes. It was like, all right, bro, bet. And so as as you went to to the point of road to greatness, I was like. Oh okay Like this dude's really On a road to greatness yeah, Like yeah. <laughs> He's really like Perfecting the craft And like you you Like we would have These conversations Like this before Like I left the eye Like your music knowledge Like you are immersed in it Like you really love The craft of hip hop You know you really study it And yeah. I think when you Really have that passion mm-hmm. Then you're gonna do Like what you did What you did, which is get better at the flow, practice the flow, practice the stage performance, practice like everything what comes into a full artist, because a lot of people, um, you know, they have a they may have a great flow, but their stage performance is trash. Right. Or they're very excited on stage, but, you know, their music is trash. Right. You're just liking them because they're on stage and their image, but their music is trash. You have, I can honestly say throughout this process, I've seen you work on the craft of hip-hop and got better and improved on every single avenue.
1: Thank you, bro. And it's I, been
0: dope to watch, bro.
1: I I appreciate that. That means a lot to me, man, because that was the number one thing that back then, and even before the AUG was holding me back. Mm-hmm. Like, everyone was... Sit- That's how I knew I was on to something, because everyone says something similar. Like, what you saying, bro, it's dope. But it was like, yo, it's just something. Your flow is off, or it's not connecting, or it's all over the place. And I was like, damn, all right, I just got to keep at it. Keep writing, keep recording. Because I recorded a lot of music that, of course, would never see the light of day. Yeah. But it brought me to where I'm at now, and I'm thankful for it. And I'm thankful for the honesty, number one. You Know what I mean? Because at that time, I met you through shout out to Brandon and um EJ, and shout out to the boys, you know man, what I'm saying, the
0: 757 boys. And man. you
1: were already like friend like we were friends, but we, we wasn't as tight as you were with being uh Brandon and mm-hmm. EJ, so you could have Well, been I like, think
0: if I'm not mistaken, I think you came like a year after us, yes, and so I think that's why. A, that anyway, they knew you. I remember them saying like, "Yo, man," because B, B, and E came and opened the floodgates for everybody. Everybody, like yep. once once they came, they tested territory out. Um, then after that, like Armand came. Yep. And then I feel like you came. Y'all y'all came around the same time frame. Like one of y'all came before the other, but it was. I it think was pretty I came much- before
1: Armand, and I think Armand came like a year after something like that but yeah around the same time they opened it up to where like they
0: tested the waters out of yeah, that on the sure. And was like okay cuz i feel like and shout out to um
1: miss williams
0: shout out to miss williams i was just about to tell her that i was just about to say shout to miss williams man. because miss williams fought for the kid and then i still left school and so <laughs> <laughs> <y'all>, <laughs> Yo, I remember they were gonna put me like somewhere. You remember they had those they had those dorms like across from the um the pods where it was like it, it looked like 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 cats was locked up. Like it was oh, like the white brick jumps. Or it was yeah, just like yeah. they had them white brick jumps with it, like
1: What was the name of them joints? I can't even remember I can't remember, I can't remember the jumps. But they did like
0: But then remember they built them joints, like when they freshly built them new ones where it was like some real like apartment type joints. Yeah. I remember them they gave me a um they gave me a paper when I was coming back. And they had me. They told me on the papers they were like, "Yo, like you supposed to be in them jumps." Then the day of, I came to that jump, bro. They were like, "Yo, man, you in penitentiary? Yeah, you in the <laughs> penitentiary over there?" I was like, "What?"
1: He was like, <laughs> "Bro, you nah. talking about and
0: God bless it? Like, like a strong black woman? Like my mom came up there." Like she was like what like yeah I'm
1: on my way like
0: this <laughs> <laughs> going down within a day we got to the president's office like we we saw Miss Williams like Miss Williams was like yo what like like cause she knew me from B right and so she was like yo what's the problem like, like she was talking and um she was talking to my mom and she looked at me and she was like I'm a, I'm gonna get you to meet. I met the president of the AUG off of that. And this was this is really? all within this is all within a day, bro. I did not
1: know like, that. Like
0: we ended up having. I did not <laughs> know truck, that. This joke is so funny. We ended up meeting with the president of the Aug, like also like yo, like what we gonna do about this <laughs> <laughs> over a dorm room, bro? Yeah. Like shout out to and Mitch I stayed Rowan there for like I
1: stayed there for like six months. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah I was yeah, like, like
0: yeah. I'm, I'm, out. I'm <laughs> out. I'm going to Florida, bro. Yo, this
1: is I'm out. I this is, is like, done, bro. Damn, we not...
0: I you was, was. You had two years left Yeah This is your years. sophomore year sophomore, yeah. like,
1: yo, yeah. I was like bro You did yeah. all this I'm out of here right. bro I'm out of here understand. I understand mm-hmm. I, can't, I can't be mad at that I think y'all thought I was faking
0: it I think y'all were like No, in, like, the dude, no, no in the me. beginning No in the beginning
1: Cause I, you know me I was yeah.
0: mad goofy So like everything I don't think nobody Could take me serious When I was like Cause I was smiling Throughout the process I was like yo bro I'm telling you I'm
1: out of here I'm like And on top of that Everybody used to say that once mm-hmm. they got to the aug like, oh, is trash i'm transferring i'm transferring mm-hmm. yeah because i tried to transfer and i joint like, <laughs> bro i tried to transfer and i was gonna go back home to odorman university mm-hmm. and they looked at my credits and it was like yeah you're gonna be another freshman i was like yo y'all not gonna count none of this <laughs> <laughs> None of this is going to count. It was like, nah. Start it over. Uh, start it over. Start over. <laughs> bro, I, in order to graduate, quote unquote, on time, I would have to go to both, like, summer school, both sessions mm. until I graduated. Yeah. Like, I was like, bro, I'm, that's like. Double quadruple the work I Mm -hmm. said nah I just stay at St. Aug bro Yeah I I feel you I was so pissed Cause I wanted to leave bad Mm -hmm. I wanted to leave bad man No disrespect to St. Aug But I I mean Shout out to St. Aug I met some great people Had some great
0: experiences Through that man Absolutely That I'm still cool with Like to this day All you boys Like whenever If y'all ever come into the city man Or if I ever come to where you guys are at Vice versa We just talked about The last time I seen you It was the same time I seen E When I was coming up there For work in Raleigh Before the move and it's always love bro it's always, always love from bro. anybody i met from the hall always from, love from easy even even um i don't know if you remember damo like um, the dude from dc
1: yeah i haven't spe- uh, i haven't seen him in a minute mm-hmm. shout out to damo yeah, yeah man i him felos george george bro. i mm-hmm. haven't se- i think he's george is in D- DMV area i me. think george
0: if i'm not mistaken has moved to he's moved back oh, he to he new moved- orleans Really, like, I did not know that. If I'm not mistaken, because I feel like George, and he'll probably correct me, because he he'll, he'll probably watch this. Um, he was he was raised here in Charlotte because we went to high school together. Right, and that's I the whole that. like me and George came um, to the all together off of Independence. Like right. it's a high school here in Charlotte. And we were talking about the hog. We were like, "Yo, man, like I think I might go to Saint Ol Black College." And he was like, "Bro, like you know, I'm thinking about going there too, man. You trying to be, you trying to um, be roommates? Yeah, roommates. Like you trying yeah. to be roommates in the dorm and stuff?" And I was like, "Yeah, better. boy, yeah, boy, like, yeah. What better, what better <laughs> to go with somebody? At least you, you, you knew know it. Yes, sometimes I didn't know George like that. Like I knew George like through, like I knew he was a because George used to run track. George, right. George had like he was a beast, like." Natural athlete Like natural You know he always Athletic Had that, he belly, had that yeah. stature Like just natural <laughs> Like George always looked like He could like Had like Abs Had them hands Like the yeah shoulders. Just, He wouldn't even be doing that Like he just, <laughs> just Sitting like <laughs> a taste I go I ain't never seen him Do a push up in his life Just natural built Some people like that Main time like that Like uh, Shout out to DJ Main time Main time we went to High school with too Natural built Like he he just natural Some people just natural naturally yeah, Don't have to do too much That was George But I didn't know him like chilling with him every day. I knew him just through going to the gym and stuff like that at yeah. the at, at, our, at Independence, and I don't even know how the the conversation of the all came up. And we were just like, "Yo, yeah, how man, did y'all
1: find out?" That's, that's I don't
0: sure. even remember, bro. But we we were talking. I remember us talking about it outside. Um, I don't know. My senior year, nigga, might have been I might have been trying out for track like around that time, so it, it could have been that where um cuz he was already in that kind of like athletic realm. So it could have been that to the point where um we were talking about it and he was like, "Yo bro, like let's do this. Let's link up, man. Let's let's make this thing happen."
1: That's crazy. It's funny because I had that same conversation kind of with Brandon. Mm. Like you said they came a year before me and I was of course still doing the music thing back home in Newport News, Virginia. Mm. But I felt like again I was hitting a glass ceiling because all the people, the people I was doing music with, and no disrespect to them, I remember one of them said a comment about like I don't see myself going, some to the uh, effect of I don't see myself going further with this music. I don't know if he was joking or not, but at that time I was like, if you even if you joking like that, I don't want to be around you. Mm. And I was just like, all right, I got to get away from here because mm. if if I Surround myself with people like that. I'm going to get eventually dragged down into yeah. that if I if my mindset is crabs in a barrel, yeah, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I gotta get out of here, um, because I'm gonna end up like that, or I gotta get out of here. So, me and Brandon mm-hmm. had a conversation like, Yo, he's like, Won't you come to Saint Paul? Because at first, I wasn't thinking about school, yeah. Um, I wanted to go originally, but once I had the music in mind, <laughs> nice. I was just like. I already know what I want to do. I don't need school for that. You know mm, what I mean? Yeah. I don't need school at all. But I looked at St. Aug as a way out more than getting an education. Not just getting an education, but a way out. And on top of that, Ninth Wonder, Little Brother, mm. all of the music scene in Raleigh, North Carolina, mm. or just North Carolina period was just like, all right, cool. It's yeah. better than where I'm at. Yeah. So I looked at it like that, too. So that's what made me make that move um to St. in 2007. Yeah. Word, man. That's what's up. Did y'all go like get people just a brief
0: um who are unfamiliar with because I have relatives in Virginia. Yeah. And so I think that's how you know Virginia we call we call y'all the upside down state because like if you <laughs> flip it it looks Yo. identically like North Carolina. And so I feel like a lot of Wow, um, love true. that I've had from people. It came naturally from cats from Virginia because we're, we call y'all our cousins, our upstate cousins. Pretty much. And, um, the, the relationships i built with people from there, are mad organic, from y'all being in the 757, around, around the cities, um, you know, give people just a inside look of, um, what it was growing <clears throat> up in bad news and, and, and how, um, That mentality can be so detrimental because Charlotte has had that kind of like, um, if you're around a certain amount of people, like a certain type of people, it's a crabs in a barrel type of mentality where it's like, you got to be careful. You got the athletes
1: and then you got, you got the, you got the rappers, you got people that's trying to get out of there. So like. Absolutely. Newport News is like that. That's why we look at Michael Vick and Allen Iverson at so much like, almost like God level like because. Before them, you don't really hear about, uh, really know about Newport News. Mm. Besides of the racism and uh, it's a small city. Mm. Not that much to do besides getting in trouble. Like, the only thing you can do as far as really making money is the shipyard. And if you're in the military. Mm. It's a
0: base in Newport?
1: Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fort Eustis. Okay. Is there is there one
0: or is it? Is it just a, a bunch of military people in Virginia Beach? Like, is
1: there is there something around Virginia Beach where? Yeah, all over Virginia Beach, uh, the naval. I think the Navy base is in Norfolk, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. Um, so that's why a lot of military people are around there. Okay. Um, right. So that's why if you're not working for the government or shipyard, what are you? Either one or the other. You either if you're really making money like that, you yeah. know, so some type of income. Besides that. There's nothing really to do besides get into trouble. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, you know, there they were uh school after school activities, but at certain schools. Like in the beginning, growing up in Newport News, I I just thought it was all black. Mm. I honestly <laughs> did. I thought it was all black because that's all I have seen growing up in the beginning, right? Uh it's kind of beautiful though. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it was it was dope it, it, but it, at the same time like it was drug infested of course. I can only imagine you seeing like a white person for the first time like what? Woo-hoo. I thought they had money like I literally looked at white people like they got money. Mm. You know what I mean? Ignorant as that sounds, but I was a kid and that's all like because downtown it was so we lived downtown New Purnews in the beginning of my life. Mm-hmm. And it was once again drug infested. It was mm-hmm. like even I remember going to school and like a lot of my classmates were just going to school just to eat. Mm. It wasn't concerned about what's, uh, how to count to 50 or how to count to 10 or whatever uh-huh. like that. They were worried about lunch and breakfast. Yeah. And I'm not trying to learn about mathematics and science. I'm trying to learn how what time do we go to lunch. Because once I go home, my parents are on drugs and there's no food in the house. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I had one of my best, like, the only person that I can remember was one of my best friends who lived, like, a few doors down who had uh, his parents, both both parents in a household, and we were, like, cool. But other than that, it was crazy. Mm-hmm. It was crazy out there. Had a good time, but, you know, it was, um, I learned quickly how different areas like that's why I thought white people had money because where I lived at it was drug infected, violence, cops everywhere. Mm-hmm. But we, when we go uptown in certain areas it's more clean and like uh more cleaned more up store yeah, more stores and I'm like oh, this looks fancy. Like, oh it's more white people. I guess this is why they mm-hmm. they got money, you know, they're in taking my care mind, of this. <laughs> you know? So that's how growing up in Newport News was like, um I don't know You want to get into The household thing Or But I have a Younger sister Shout out Um, to
0: the family man Yeah They still in They still in VA Yeah
1: My mom and sister Is still in um, Newport News Virginia And um, Parents were together For like I guess The first five Six years of my life Mm -hmm. Split Domestic violence Household Type Mm -hmm. of thing Um, Mom got Out of that And Been Raised in a Single parent household Ever since then But for me, it was something within me that made me feel like, yo, I, there's something better than this. Mm. There is something that life is much more than what I'm seeing. It Mm. has to be. That's one of the reasons why I name myself Descended. Mm. There has to be something better than what I'm seeing. Like this, this can't be it. This is not this can't be life. You know what I'm saying? There's this mm. no way that I'm just gonna be broke and die. Or just mm. pay bills and die. Or just yeah. have a bunch of kids and don't know what it and, and like this something's better than Gotta this. Gotta be more than this. Gotta be more than this. Mm. You know, I wanna see the world. Like I had always had these dreams and imaginations of what I wanted to do with my life. And although I didn't see it in my life, or my lineage, the the information that I have of my lineage didn't wasn't like bright and and positive and there's some holes and missing people or people that are unknown but I'm like, "Yo, oh, I got to rise above this somehow." Mm-hmm. Although my father's not in the house, I got to rise above this. Although nobody besides my uncle on my father's side went to college like or higher education, I have to rise above this. Yeah. Teenage pregnancy. I got like I don't want to have a bunch of kids by a different way like i gotta rise above this somehow some way mm-hmm. you know what i mean and not judging those who who have that but i just saw the struggle and, and that's all i saw was the struggle mm-hmm. you thought I, differently i thought differently and, mm-hmm. it, and no one sat me down and taught me that i just within myself just felt like this this is more than life than this this ain't it this ain't it exactly mm-hmm. this is not it it, it can't be yeah so i was just always trying to find a way to uh make it up out of that
0: Mm.
1: yeah and you have man one one
0: step at a time one step at a time you know it's, it's never easy dealing with especially where in in atmospheres where you can easily become a product of your environment you know you see stuff left and right on a daily and and sometimes you know um People just sadly just become a product in their environment. You know, we have geniuses that are in the hoods. Mm-hmm. And, and and sometimes they don't even think they can leave their hood, let alone the county or the state. You know, like they're not. Sometimes they have that mentality of sometimes it's not people pulling you down. Sometimes you're pulling yourself down because it's just you're looking at everything around you and like there's no way I'll make it out of this. Right. And so the fact that you had that instilled in you at an early age, you um, it's almost like you were touched by God in a sense where it was just like you, you're going to be one that's going to show these people that it's possible. Because all it takes is one. And
1: Absolutely. then that
0: one will, will change. Like you got people you went to high school with and be like, dang, like you don't know who you touch. You don't know who, who, what, what story that you've made to where people are watching you that grew up and being like, yo, man, like even if you probably ain't even talking to these people no more they like, yo, man. I see, I see, descendant. I see, old boy doing this thing, man. I was, I was about to say, government. I, I was like, hey, going to put him on blast. You know, I'm good for that. <laughs> I appreciate that. we ain't
1: going to do you like that, dog. Because somebody but, see that. Like, oh, no hell. I can't. That's more than I right. right. yeah, need. don't know me, man. But you know,
0: that's <laughs> the difference. But we, okay. we go it Like they see, they see that, and just be like, that went to school and be like, dang, homie grew up like me, bro. Like I know what he went through. And to see him get out of this, like, it may click for them at twenty. You know, it may right. click for them at may click for them at twenty five, you know, like at that time where it clicked for you early on. And so you never know um how you're affecting other people. Absolutely. And your environment as, as as crazy as it was, it affected you in a good way. Cause then it showed
1: you like there's gotta be more than this dude. Yeah. I, I like I'm not one of those people that I'm a product of my environment. Mm. I'm a product of my imagination. Mm. I'm a product of my work ethic. I'm a product of my faith. mm. I'm a product of um, my actions, my character. Mm -hmm. Um, I never forget. I tell this story a few times. Like I was in summer school and high school, uh, geometry class, and I had a cool classmate. He was uh, Korean, and... We, would, we were just cool, you know what I mean? Just mm. side conversation. He sat beside me or whatever. And I remember one day, he it was mm. just like, yeah, man, downtown Newport News, I don't really go there. That's, a lot, that's where the dirty people are,
0: mm.
1: right? Not knowing that's where I was from, mm. and I froze. And I looked at him like, hmm, what makes you think that? Mm-hmm. You know, just yeah. ha- I didn't cuss at him. Motherfucker, I ain't doing yeah. none of that. I'm just like, oh. You were intrigued to be like, yeah, what, what makes what you make, what make you say? And that? it was passed that ignorance was passed down to him. So what I did, all I did was say, I'm from downtown Newport News. Mm. And his whole face <laughs> Like I bet that thing guy frowned <gasps> like like you seen a ghost. Oh, like mm. oh, oh really? Yeah. Mm. I didn't that's all I said, you know, and I went right back to my work. I didn't just that right there was enough mm-hmm. to be like, yeah, like Whoever taught you that, yeah, you don't Mm. know who you're talking to. Mm. Be careful because those were, and ever since then, we were cool, but I wasn't, after that, I was just like, you know, I still, I wasn't giving him the cold shoulder, but he felt uncomfortable even talking to me because it's like, Wow. Mm-hmm.
0: As he should I You mean, know what I mean Cause he he knew He was prejudging
1: Yeah prejudging And mm-hmm. not knowing He's t- talking to somebody From that area You mm-hmm. know what probably I mean Probably never been In that area He, he probably it. This
0: is just word of mouth You know it,
1: I think deep. it was because Family members Or whatever his community was Was mm-hmm. saying that So they He looked at them like that You know what I mean And that's why I feel like Not to get Completely off subject But that's where I feel like There's no such thing As born racist Or born Like it's taught At an early age. And that's why you have kids or teenagers making these statements like he did. Because it's embedded in their brain. Mm -hmm. At an early age, this is what it is. And it's up to you as you get older to decipher, okay, this was great. I'm going to use this. And these are the things that hinder me from evolving as a human being. So let me get rid of that. And it's it's up to us at the end of the day. You know what I mean? We can't use the excuses of... Oh, I was raised this way. Or oh, you know what I'm saying? It's like, well, you didn't use everything you were raised with. Mm-hmm. And don't get me wrong. Some things, you know, traumatic experiences that we hold on to, including myself, still working through it. Yeah. But it's a process. It's Exactly. It's a process of learning. And I felt like just me telling him that at that time, I think he learned a valuable lesson that day. Whatever that valuable lesson was, I'm pretty sure it made him grow as a human being and he learned not to do that To somebody else And not even me Just being black But just overall Just just anybody Human mm. being You know what I mean So or I no. know that was a he long time. could've went the moment. other way
0: around Could've been some princess yeah. yeah exactly <laughs> like, You know <laughs> what I'm saying mm.
1: If I would've not said nothing <laughs> What if
0: he went the other way It was just like
1: mm, I'm oh, gonna yeah, be even, even more, more <laughs>
0: <racist."> <laughs> Cause I'm soon, gonna though. be even more evil <laughs> <though>. <laughs> <laughs> <I haven't sued laughs> Oh okay so Sometimes you, it you're be You're dirty it, too know? then
1: Yeah you know You're dirty too That doesn't change my opinion confirms it. Because I, I say that
0: because I was just talking to probably about two months ago, I was talking on the phone with my boy Reggie. He's out there in Iowa. <laughs> he's out wow. there like out there getting bread though. He's like, is he putting up shop meaning like he's he's doing real estate out there. But he oh, was raised, he was raised brave. out here. And we were talking about this dude that we, we grew up with. Mm-hmm. We grew up with when um like middle school and and he's like a white supremacist now. He's like heavy on like I'm this, like, this is what's happening. And we were talking, we were like, like, dude, like, this is somebody like, because you talk about like what, what children, children, your, your innocence. Like you see the videos on, on YouTube of like a white child playing with a black child and like in kindergarten, you're just loving each other and having a good time and playing tag with each other. And he said, he made a good point. Like what you said, that's embedded in you. He was like, what happened to him? That embedded in him Such a racism Because like As as, as we seen him Like He was, he was playing a, with us He was on our baseball cool. team Right And then what got him To a level To just outright Just disrespect Another race like that To to completely What It was almost like Some American history X type theory Stuff we were thinking Like who talked to this man To love, get him to a level that like that I mean
1: I don't love that movie But I, I do really like that movie By the way
0: mm-hmm. classic. You know, like, classic
1: But that's a perfect example Of
0: somebody like he was he was taught that like he wasn't born like that. Yeah, he wasn't he, born he, like that. He got that. somebody to embed these thoughts into his head to where as he got older as a teenager, he like that. on American History X. Yeah, he he started believing what his older brother was was doing. Even even when older brother came back home, it was like yo, it ain't like that. Because remember he got locked up and he, you know his best friend and it was was a black dude. Right. And so like even him coming, dead, the damage was already done. It was too late. So it was too late. He was so, already a product of his environment. environment.
1: Yeah. Some mm-hmm. people, you're right. You can't save uh, or 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 won't realize the wrongdoings until it's too late, or they will never. Mm. A lot of people leave this earth. You know what I'm saying? Unfortunately, in that in ignorance, yeah, um, and unhealed, yeah. Because and unhealed. a lot of
0: that is people
1: that have Trump. been traumatically
0: hurt, whether it be like. You know, like you know, it's it's like rape victims, it's people that got knocked out by a black dude, and like they hold that grudge for years. years, or like they they girl cheat on them with a black dude, and they're just like they go all the way left, or, or like they parents, you know, they get in a car like you, yeah, their parents, you or know, something something happens that to where it them. triggers it to where like that 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 anger to never change is because of a a a factor of hurt and fear. You know because I, I feel like we living off two emotions it's just branches off to other things like it's fear and love Absolutely. you know fear uh, will get you to a level where sooner or later you know you'll start thinking about stuff and then it'll go through a stage of hate you know it'll go through a stage of anger um you know same thing with love you know the, the branches off of love is joy and stuff like that happiness but oh. it starts with just a fear and then just a a a, a anger and a sadness. You know, that's that's one of the branches of it as well fear, because and pain, fear and
1: pain, you know, and pain for sure, and it and it grows, off so many branches. If you don't cut it off quickly, it can it could be. Damaging, and damaging not only to yourself, but to others, whatever your surrounding community is, friends, family, your own family, your own children, Mm, passing it down. Generations. We're talking about generational curses here. Hundreds, if not thousands of years of it. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Um, And to break that, you know, because that's a new thing on social media now. Oh, we're breaking generational curses. Yo, that takes a lot of work. Mm. It's not just one action it's a lifetime commitment of trying to do your best to break those generational curses Mm -hmm. and whether it's music, you know, through the music or whatever your passion is, but not only that doing it off, you know, on and off the stage, because I feel like, you know, especially in this hip hop thing, people feel like, well, I rap good. And that's all I know. You know what I mean? Cause I know a lot of people who are, who can wrap their ass off, mm-hmm. but they're assholes.
0: Yeah, you know what I'm saying. I know a lot of them. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. That
1: they're, they're not great people. Mm-hmm. Like yo, I don't want to hang around you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. You can freestyle. Great, kind of narcissus. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you, you you need work. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like you yeah. you your attitude or your your aura, your energy mm. is sour. Like, bro, I don't want to be around you Because Mm -hmm. if I'm around you That may come off on me May rub off on me Or may If I hang around her That may come off And just like Nah I'm good Yeah From a distance Mm -hmm. From a distance You know what I mean So Yeah I know that was like a long-winded end. I give no, long-winded. Not, not at all, man. Time. I am Mister Long-winded, If good, <laughs> <laughs> I am the. If you
0: that, then I'm I'm Mister Mister Long-winded, <laughs> or or Long-winded Two Point 2 Point right? Like I'm man. the Remix, daggone, because <laughs> <laughs> I'm the same way. And then I'll be like, and getting back to my point, right? Like <laughs> back to what we were talking about three but hours I originally ago. started, daggone. Yeah, that's why the cute cup is better than the pickle, <laughs> Dagon. <laughs>
1: That blew my mind, by the way I know this is mad random I'm, My mom told me that Because I hate cucumbers Yeah I hate them with a passion I just start messing with them really I just started messing ago. with them too But I like I growing up them, hated them joints mm-hmm. But I love pickles Dale pickles Oh my Like I'm the other way amazing. around Amazing Loved them when I was young
0: Can't mess with them now My now mom was like
1: My mom was like You know that's the same thing, right? Like get the heck out of it I didn't tell her that But I'm like In my mind Like <laughs> whatever You my mm. And my grandmother used to make pickles like that. <laughs> mm-hmm. God rest so She made, she had cucumbers and she let them, she like soak them in like uh, vinegar and salt and pepper and all that yeah. and it would dill pickles. I'm like, yo, this whole, my mouth's like, mm. still hated cucumbers though. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm cool with them now but mm-hmm. I know that was a random conversation. Nah, yeah. I mean, because it fits really in with the story
0: of you because if you look at your walk, it's it's like that. It's 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 the cucumber that has become you know throughout time wow. you know That's it's been it's been a cucumber to pickle type of transition you know in that sense that stuff doesn't happen overnight if it's if wow. it's gonna be ripe if it's gonna be a real authentic you know crispy pickle you know it's gonna go through that stages of doing it the right way rawness and you know that takes a while you know with that and so it's the same with your with your journey of what you've been doing yeah. you know we talk about like. The last time we seen each other, tell me about um just that transition of going from like we're talking about from Virginia to NC and now you're you're making that move to where you're like, I gotta get out of NC. Let's let's test the waters with the big apple. Let's see what they have to offer me.
1: I never forget talking to you in my living room on my couch slash bed at the time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I always, first of all, it was supposed to be a group of us. And I didn't know that. And I kept waiting on those group of people to mm. make that leap. And nobody was, before you know it, it was like six years has passed. I was like, bro, I'm supposed to have been out. I'm mm. supposed to have been in New York. And I have to make a leap of faith. And I lit within six months to a year. I just, I told my job, hey, I'm quitting at this date. Mm-hmm. Didn't have all my plans together. Yeah. But I was just like, yo, I'm, I'm moving in this state and I got to go. You know what I'm saying? I, I just mm-hmm. left. And talking to you, talking to people like Knife Wonder, um, I got footage of, of at least an hour of the conversation. Um, shout out to Rhapsody. Rhapsody has a video called Drama. I think mm-hmm. or Drama or No Drama? I'm in the video. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like it's no drama. I think it's no drama. Mm-hmm. And my hair is cut at the time. And this is when this is my first time meeting Knife and talking to Knife and talking to Rhapsody. Mm. So I'm asking Knife just about, you know, asking one question about the industry. Like, mm. how do you know when you ready? Or something to that effect. And we talked for two hours on her video set. Mm. There at NC State shooting her video and Knife wanted to take the time out to talk to me for two, like, it was about like two hours. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, he didn't have to do that. Mm. And mm. just asking him that and just Getting that confidence yeah. And just soaking up All the game That he told me that night Talking to OGs From the music scene And, and Riley Noah Carolina, on like uh, DJ Damu mm-hmm. Who was like Yo if you really want To f- If you really want to know If you're that talented If you got what it takes Move Yeah I see you follow um, Shame Game Did you meet him in Raleigh Yeah Man. I met him Like it's amazing Shout out to Shame Game Like I met him uh, in Raleigh as well, we were both doing our thing, still doing our thing. He's definitely killing it. Um, yeah. mm-hmm. and it's just amazing. Oh, he's on tour with Pooh, like, he was yeah, on tour with, with Lil Brother, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Yeah. Open up for like, he's been on tour with Wu Tang, yeah. um, he been he's been on tour with uh, Bone Thugs, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. Um, he's been doing this thing for a minute, but I met him out there. He's one of the people that's consistently better killing it, better, and not just mm-hmm. on. Uh um he's a spitter but I feel like he's an artist as well like he mm. got songs. Oh yeah. Body mm. of work. You know what I mean? You know mm. how people that could just rap and that's but he got his stage presence is Oof, is in and, and his energy yeah. on stage is is crazy. So salute to him. Yeah. But I, I got go to go to a fans. show
0: man because like um just and it's just a, it's the same with you. Um the energy that just from the videos I see of him. Um he gets the crowd going, man. From and the that's, beginning, again, the progress that that's not overnight. Hell you know, that's no, that's not something overnight. Hell and it's the same with you, like seeing you, like how you're rocking the crowd, mm-hmm. like that ain't nothing but work. I don't think people realize like the work that goes into that and breath control and really being able to entertain an audience, like and taking
1: it rehearsal. I rehearse, man. I That's, rehearse I don't care how many times I I rehearse yeah every it don't it don't matter I go over it I don't care if it's 20 people 200 people twenty thousand people mm-hmm. I'm going to use this I'm gonna give you that same energy every time I As call you it should. concert energy I don't mm-hmm. care where I'm at I don't care if it's an open mic you're gonna feel me you're gonna feel who I am you're gonna feel, you're gonna like something you know what I mean like yeah. I'm not I'm not here to play games and i hate to say like this like when i on when i'm on stage i want to make people feel like they can't do what i do
0: Mm, yeah
1: i don't want to like and i I, you know i'm not saying it to be braggadocious i know what you mean but you know Mm. i don't want to make somebody who's like mediocre or not really serious about it feel like yeah man you inspire me nah (laughs) I don't want to inspire you. I don't want to inspire you. Like, nah, I can't do that. Mm-hmm. Let me let me do something that I'm actually passionate about. Yeah. You know what I mean? Let me mm-hmm. not like. That's what I'm in it. That's one of the reasons why I'm in it for. But also to get. I'm, I'm looking. I'm always looking for genuine people. To, the the connection. Music is all about connecting with people. Mm-hmm. That's what the music business is all about. Yeah. If you don't connect with people, number one, you don't make money, yeah. and number two. Your music doesn't go anywhere If you don't connect with people You know what I mean If you don't believe If I go on stage and just Yo you know, Nobody's going Alright well he ain't serious So mm. we gonna have a conversation You know what I mean <laughs> Yeah Especially how New York is Is it's somebody think You go on stage Yo Everybody welcome to Cindy And I'm like Yeah what's going on y'all mm. Alright we gonna talk over this nigga Cause he ain't Obviously Where he, are we going after this Yeah <laughs> we are we doing after this This pregame Because you're not confident And I don't care where I'm at. I don't care if it's an open mic and the people acting funny because they don't know who I am. I don't, first, in the middle, last, Mm. second to last, third to, in. it don't matter. Mm. I'm going to kill it every time. I don't care if it's two people. I don't care if I'm at a church, I'm in a street, I'm at a club. It doesn't matter. Mm. I'm going in yeah. regardless. I don't mm. care if it's all white people. I don't care if it's a mixture of people. It's all women. It's a... a I don't know. It's a... a, a bingo game for, a senior, <laughs> for the elders. I'm going in, I'm man. going in on I'm going y'all. Going in. B5. Right. We're going to have a good time, man. And, and I feel like that's what it's all about. in living your purpose to the best of your ability every day. Because we mm. never know, man. If, you know, life is... It's precious Oof. So it. I just feel like If this is what I feel like I was called to do If this is my purpose Then mm-hmm. I'm gonna give it All I got mm. Yeah, All I got You know what I mean Cause why not right Why, why not Why not at the end of the day And no. even just In going back to you know, Like we were saying earlier Going back to what we were talking about <laughs> um, My In the middle of my transition Of uh, Going to New York I've been having this like, and I and I'll talk about it on here. I think this is my first, second time. I can't remember, but anyway, still want to talk about it. I was going through this health battle, M- majority of my life, all my life. Just mm-hmm. didn't know it. I've been having these surgeries, removing these cancerous cysts from my jaw. Didn't know what it was since I was like ten or eleven.
0: I remember you telling
1: me about this. And yeah, even when we talked. Mm-hmm, so when back we in the day. when we talked. But I didn't... The thing is, I didn't know what it was. I just thought it was cysts and I was removed Yeah, yeah, yeah. So when we talked... Before I moved to New York, I had a huge... Another huge surgery. Before then, I had like three or four mm. in my like pre-teens, teenage years. Mm. And at that time, the doctors were like, oh, you're fine. You don't have nothing to worry about. But that, that was a lot. You mm. know what I mean? So from that until we talked... I had to get another like three, uh, two minor and and a third major surgery, Mm. but no one still know what it was. Mm. I just keep getting these, growing these cysts in my jaw, and to the point where I didn't know this cyst was eating away from my jaw. Mm, wow! I knew something was wrong, but I didn't know what was wrong. So all that time we was in college, all that time in high school, and part of middle school, something was going on, but I didn't know what was what. I didn't want. I didn't know how to talk to nobody. I didn't. I didn't know. Mm. So when we conversation that we had, and I was like, "Yeah, I'm moving to New York." Like, I guess four months before moving to New York, I had like I had to get this surgery because they was like, "If you don't get this surgery," You may not have a bottom jaw. Mm. And I'm like, what is it? We don't know what it is, but we've seen we it before. Do we have to do the surgery. Mm. And at this time, I ain't had no car. And like I had I didn't have insurance because my insurance was too expensive. And the money I was getting paid at my job wasn't shit. And I remember like I live in, at the time I lived in Raleigh, North Carolina. But I had to get to surgery in Chapel Hill. So imagine me taking, like, three or four buses to get to Chapel Hill. Mm. Like, it was to the point I was going to Chapel Hill so much on the buses, all the bus drivers knew my name. Mm. They knew where I was. Like, it was crazy. And to finally get that surgery and the, looking at the bill. But thank God they had a program where I could sign up because I fit this description of how much money I made. And so I didn't have to pay for the surgery. It was, like, free. I mm. got accepted for this program. Man, that's a blessing. And it was free. But I remember before I moved to New York, because they was like, Well, you got another growing, you got another sis growing. We need to get this. And I was like, I'm moving to New York. Like mm. what they was like, like well, dang, you gotta get this quick. They was like, don't wait another 10 years. Uh-huh. You got to get this quick. So that with that in my mind, it just made me hustle even harder to not only just move to New York, but <clears throat> that's why I started to like, I need to stop waiting. For someone to say, "I'm living my dream, mm-hmm. I'm living my dream now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm not a millionaire, yeah, I'm not making all the money that I can make, mm-hmm. but I'm still living my dream.
0: Yeah,
1: you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm, I am making money, but it's not the it's not millions of dollars yet, mm-hmm. but it's better than nothing when I started. Yeah, I won't make it nothing when I started. Mm-hmm. So um that leap of faith to New York just really tested me. And I knew I was gonna struggle like with any other big city. Mm. My whole thing was if it's gonna take me over a year to struggle, I made a mistake. Mm. I was giving myself six months. I saved a little bit enough money to like move and like for the money to last like at least six months. Mm. And I was like, bro, if I can't get myself together within six months, I made a mistake This ain't it This ain't it mm-hmm. And I, those six, that first six months In New York was That's some some
0: That's some and stuff man. Yeah
1: like <laughs> It was Cause I, I Like I knew it With any big city I knew I was gonna Like New York I don't know nobody Really up there I'm like mm-hmm. alright cool Let me get past mm-hmm. six months And I'll be fine But those six months Tested me I, I can only imagine Tested Like I got punched In the Like the first What borough were you in? When I first moved, I was in Brooklyn. Okay, and that was a, that was an experience because, mm-hmm. wow, <laughs> that was an experience because it, it felt like a movie because it's like the first day I I was offered drugs, mm-hmm. <laughs> I was offered cocaine. You want first, some drugs? The first? No, seriously. <laughs> <laughs> the room I was bu- uh, the the room that I was getting my uh, that I was renting from the guy who I was renting from mm-hmm. was like, yeah, you you want you want a bump? Mm-hmm. I was like. Nah, I'm bad, good. And he was like dead serious. I was like, yeah, this is welcome to New York. Like, this mm. is take wow. Yeah, took about Like, it was one of, like um. let on the third. Yeah. He was. <laughs> so anyway, yeah, we're gonna. You know, I can see you, right? Like this. It was one of those things. Yo, I see I'm the powder. Right here, I see the aluminum foil. Like you, not food. That's not food. Mm. All right, that is not salt. Like I, I know you sniffed that. <laughs> I know you sniffed it. <laughs> oh my but that's gosh. how it was, man. But I didn't let any of those things bother me. Although I did hit a, like a I did hit rock bottom. Mm. I hit rock bottom. Like rock bottom. Like all the way. Had nowhere to go. But once I had an opportunity to get out of that, I um I was like, all right, I'm just not turning back. Because I didn't I literally had like literally had nowhere to go. Mm. Couldn't go back home to Virginia, couldn't go to North Carolina. It was just like all the options I thought I thought I had, I didn't have it at the time. So I was like, mm. either I just come up out of this and just figure it out, or I fold. And I'm like, bro, mm-hmm. I can't God didn't put me all through this just to fold now. If that was the case, I would have folded a long time ago, and I would have just been like, all right, cool. just ain't for me. Yeah. So, I would have folded in VA. Yeah, I would have yeah, been folded. Before mm. I even went to school in North Carolina, I would have mm. folded. Yeah. You know what I mean? So after hitting that rock bottom and being in that, like, <laughs> be, being in that space, like, literally, like, it was, it was bad, man. It was really bad. But that was in that six months. Yeah. So I'm like, all right, it ain't six months yet. I still got time. So it those first six months in New York just taught me a lesson of how it built character and it realized I realized how strong I was. Mm. And through all that, still going to open mics, still trying to find who's what, going everywhere, just trying to find out where I can go, who I can network with. Yeah. Um. Just trying my best to um still live my dream and connect with people once again. Mm-hmm. Um and I was sitting at the time I was sitting on an album because I didn't release my album yet. Uh, my the the uh, Voice for the Voiceless album. I didn't release it yet and I was just trying to get myself back on my feet. So to to get there, um it was a blessing, man. I'm glad I went through that. Because it it just really made me tougher and build a lot of character. And I feel like if I can get through that, hell, I can get through anything, honestly. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? So that leap of faith, that jump. I think Steve Harvey talked about on one of his social media. Like, taking that jump, knowing you're going to get cut, knowing you're going to get bruised, Mm -hmm. knowing that, um, you know what I'm saying, Uh, you may not land properly or easy, but you know i took that jump and look where i'm at now you know what i mean so it it, it was a blessing it was a blessing. yeah
0: man that's beautiful bro that's beautiful and in and, and those situations like that as you already know because you lived it um god will close you know a b and c for you to look at that d um Pause bro Like I know y'all I know what y'all think But pause on that Option D y'all Get your mind out the gutter But he will close All of those Persons Yo. I, I set myself up With that one But He will close All the options That you think That you have Just to make you focus On what you want And to get through Those moments Exactly Like that that struggle That you're afraid of Like, like LeBron said it best Like I had to get Comfortable being uncomfortable If I wanted to Live this dream That I know I wanted to get to Because I could see it Even if other people ain't, Everybody ain't going to see it And and, and you just got to acknowledge that And move forward And
1: press forward Talk about that part That part right there Everyone is not gonna see your vision. Everybody ain't gonna see it, man. Including your mama. 95% of the people are not. i not see gonna it. see it. And that could be your parents. That could mm-hmm. be your sister, your brother, your cousin, that could be your best friend, mm-hmm. your girlfriend, your boyfriend, your co-worker, your boss, your mm-hmm. mentor. It 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 doesn't matter. Like I knew for a fact I was laughed I was getting laughed at. I mm-hmm. got booed before. I got blue. Booed yeah. at St. all before. I yeah. got booed in high school before. Like, it's cool. I've been talked about. Yeah. I've been laughed at. Like, hey, look at this nigga. Like, you really think? I I know that for a fact. And yeah. the people who call me that will still smile on my face. Oh, God. Mm-hmm. I didn't make it. I didn't blow it up. It's like, all right, you just don't believe. That's cool. Mm-hmm. It's but not so, for you then. It's not for you. As long mm-hmm. as I do, that's all that matters. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Some, something's got to give. Something. Um, has to work. You know what mm. I'm saying? Um, I didn't want to live a cookie cutter life. You know yeah. what I mean? And as long as you see the vision, see it through. See mm. it through. I don't care what it is. I don't care how you living. Um, I'm I'm uncomfortable now. You know mm. what I mean? I'm not living. I'm very uncomfortable now. But mm. I know that the sacrifices that I'm making now is for to fully live my purpose later or mm. su- su- in the near future. Okay. You see the bigger
0: picture. Yeah. Mm. It's a
1: huge picture. You know what I mean? And I'm not worried about being comfortable because comfortable is and ain't nothing but uh, the cousin of procrastination. Mm. You know what I mean? Uh, That's mm-hmm. all it is. It's just like, yeah, I'm, especially if you have a goal in mind. Yeah. <clears throat> and if you're comfortable, you're not really thinking of it was just like, ah, I, I, I. I'll do it later because yeah. I'm comfortable. <clears throat> yeah. I'm in a position where I'm not really thinking about it. But when you're uncomfortable and you're not where you want to be and you're constantly working towards that goal, it don't matter. Yeah, it don't Facts. matter. Facts.
0: Facts. And then and then you'll have those moments where you know it'll be the glimmer of hope of of showing you you're on the right track, <clears throat> you're doing the right thing. You know, for you it could be as simple as somebody coming up from a a show that you do and be like bro like that was a dope set or you know it could be as, as dope as like because we even talk about it throughout that process you know getting recognitions from people you respect in the game like a chuck you know yeah. on, like an og from you know we're talking public enemy here it was just like when you get i would imagine you have those moments and you're like all right i'm on the right path you know yeah. like you guys are doing this but you know i got chuck d out here bro The way it's just like I know I'm doing something right. I know something, I'm moving yeah. in the right direction. So I say that to say you'll have those moments where it's like, because we're I feel like we're built for <clears> that. <throat> to, you know, those uncomfortable moments to yeah. make you strive, you know, to push you, to motivate you to the potential that you really have in you. And that will remind you, like, all right, I'm on the right path. Like I'm doing the right thing.
1: It's funny you say that, because that's that's exactly I call, those confirmations were I'm on the right path. Mm-hmm. 2012 i'll never forget it uh, 2012 was definitely a rough year because i think that was after we talked and i came out with the album and all that stuff but my life again was in the dumps uh i was working i still had two jobs but i was just s- sleeping on a-, a frat brother's couch and i was like bro this is not it and i remember early january 2012 i sent chuck d an email of my song Haven't heard from the whole year to- like December 2012 He personally emailed me I still got the email In my Gmail account mm. It was like Yo we gonna play this song Back to back Ever since then Chuck Anytime that I send something Shout out to um, Malcolm Riddle Shout out to uh, Tom Um. um oh, Tim Idaco From uh, Rap Station Like they play it mm. Since 2012 I haven't met Chuck yet Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying I haven't So, But he shouted me out On like big platforms The mm-hmm. biggest platform It was like It was Fat Joe um, Podcast mm-hmm. And he shouted me Don't nobody know who I am mm-hmm. You know what I mean But for somebody Of that stature Like That is Like he is not Who's respected as well Icon um, He's rap, like yeah. respected Your favorite rapper's Favorite rapper Yeah Respects Chuck D yeah, We're talking hip hop royalty so. <clears throat> You know what I'm saying So that was a confirmation. Uh, okay, I, I got something to say. I have something to offer.
0: Mm-hmm. If
1: he says that I have something, if he says that I'm a solid artist, I have something to offer. You know what I mean? I, I needed that. I needed that battery in my back mm-hmm. because, man, I thought my music wasn't good. I was like, all right, well, I guess it's time to pack it up because mm-hmm. obviously I'm, in, I'm on a hamster on a hamster wheel and it's not going anywhere so for chuck to give me a stamp of approval and to this day still like retweets and shares my stuff and all of that you can't come on man you can't buy that no you You can't can't buy that's what that's what you're in it for yeah
0: at the end of the day bro that's what you're in it for and and like i say those moments will solidify you and and let you know that let's carry this thing on man let's keep it going I got a couple more questions for you, and then um, it's been a pleasure to talk to you, pleasure to see you, and then I want to close out with it. Um, One question I have is, through this process, um, you're coming down the steps. You You see 12-year-old you. Wow, okay, it's getting deep. (laughs) What would that conversation be? What would you tell him? He's writing a bar right there at the table. Wait, but he's twelve though. <laughs> <laughs> he's knowledgeable. He's, he's getting knowledgeable. He's reading. He's reading a book. <laughs> oh, okay, cool. Don't ruin, like, the, story, don't ruin the story, man. I'm sorry. Don't no, ruin my dream, wait, my man. All right,
1: cool. So you me... couldn't write at twelve? Yeah. like, wait, 40% wait. 40%. He had a bar at twelve. Oh, I thought, I thought you meant like a bar, bar, like no, drinking a bar. Bars, oh I'm like, man, I'm sorry, man. I'm like, wait. <laughs> he don't got no Corona
0: light. There you go, yo. 12 years old, man. How you getting that? I was like, I was like, man, this guy's a fraud, yeah, man. This dude ain't hip hop, bro. Cut the cameras off, bro. He ain't, he ain't really no. writing since he was a kid, man. Get out of no, here, man. I'm like, <laughs> wait, 12? You at a bar? I just told You're this like, dude I ain't never drunk in my life. Yeah, I'm,
1: I'm like, like, what? I never drink. I've never been drunk in my life. 12?
0: <laughs> where are you going with this, dog? Man, where are you <laughs> going with this?
1: How does this make sense? I'm sorry, man. I, I screwed, it. And hey, that was a deep question. Let's rephrase that. It's
0: still, it's still good. It's still good. All right, cool. 12-year-old you, man. So much bright-eyed, you know, like you say, seeing a product of his environment. and You're coming down the steps. Mm-hmm. What are you saying to yourself at 12 to motivate you? Love yourself.
1: Hmm. Um... Yeah. Love yourself. That's probably the biggest thing that I would say to myself at twelve. Mm. Cause I didn't. Mm. To be honest with you. Not to get too dark or whatever, but oh, I, I did those moments. You know what I'm saying? I did not. I was not uh I didn't like who I was. Although you know, I was a fairly good kid, but I just didn't like me. I didn't like me at all. So although I was rapping and I was doing all that positive stuff and, and getting, you know, in 12, I was definitely writing rhymes, poetry and stuff like that, trying to, trying to find my voice. You know what I mean? So I was fighting and that's when I first had my surgeries on my jaw and uh, hated taking pictures and all of these mm. um, things that I was going through as a as a child or preteen, I did not love myself. So I think the first thing I would tell my twelve year old self is love yourself. Word. For sure. Yeah. Word. Beautiful, yeah. man. Beautiful. Yeah.
0: That's all that's that's all somebody needs to say. For someone at that yeah. stage of their life. With with all the stuff that you probably deal with. Anxiety being someone. That's a big pivotal stage. Because you're going, like you said, into the teens. And yep. a lot of people, you know, that's that's when you're getting into that mode of um, comparing yourself. And I don't like how I look. And, you know. and So, that is very big for someone at that age. And in general, to just, you know, take the time to uh, love yourself for real, man. Yeah, and don't man. be so hard on yourself. because you. Know, and I
1: was. I am, to this day, I'm still working on it. I'm working on it, but I am my worst critic. Nobody yeah. nobody can ever say anything that I haven't already said to myself. Yeah. Or ten times worse mm. in my mind or when I'm alone. Cause sometimes I don't mind is a devil's playground. It is. You know what I mean? Um so at the at that time it was I was just really like not cool with myself at all. Didn't show it. Because I always felt like I was a burden and let me, that's why I, I mean, it's funny now because that's why I dive so much into hip hop because it, 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 gave me a way to escape and express myself without being so violent to other people or doing, uh, evil things to family or friends or mm-hmm. my community. It gave me an escape and I, am I'm. I'm of course, I'm not perfect. I'm not saying I was an angel, mm. but it still gave me a way to express myself, and that, like right there, saved my life. It it did. It really did. So, but twelve was a it was a tough, very tough, just childhood period. But that pivotal time in middle school, having those surgeries and trying to figure out what my voice is, and but not loving who I was and not telling anybody because I was scared and. All of these things and, you know, trying to find an identity of who I was, trying to find someone, a mentor, a father figure, although my father was alive and things of that nature, but he wasn't in the house and, and wasn't a, a perfect person, not a perfect person, but he wasn't a person to look up to or he didn't want me to do that. Mm. So all of those things while writing. Trying to write songs at that time because I wasn't, I, I definitely wasn't that great. Mm. But poetry and things of that nature to keep my mind off of it, or to keep my mind on it, but express it through paper rather than acting out as I did when I was younger, Word. even younger than twelve. So, mm. yeah. Again, I know that was a long-winded. Answer. No, it was it was but a yeah, great yeah, yeah.
0: answer, bro. And it kind of kind of went to my last question. You kind of segued <laughs> into my last question. At the age that you are now. Um, because um, you know, I know about it because of like knowing you about the history with your father and, and losing him at an early age. Um, what conversation would you have for him now, as a man? Like, what would what would be that conversation as as
1: you've grown up? Um, the conversation that I would have with my father now. Wow. Um. Probably by my mom first. Just, just them. How they met, what went wrong. Uh, to see what I, what can I learn from that? Mm. I will start without. I would start with that first. Um. Anger, how he dealt with it the right way and the wrong way as a man mm-hmm. um as a father just what was his uh, like what was he excited about but what did he feared having children um why did I'm I'm giving all these questions going on. my mind? No, man.
0: I mean, this is
1: a conversation. Why? Um, what kept him going when? Like, why did he wanted to keep going when he was always told that he was going to die? Mm. Um, and the reason why I, I, I say that for the, those the audience. Um, and, and speaking of that, September is uh, sickle cell awareness month.
0: Mm-hmm. So my
1: dad has sickle cell anemia. I have the trait. My sister has the trait. And uh, at an early age, back in his day, when he was growing up. He was always told that he was going to die. Like, on oh, mm. your birthday, uh, five. Yeah, he's going to die. Eight, you're you going to die eight. or oh, you, you mm. made it eight, or you're going to die 11. Mm. And after a certain age, I think he said, eight, after 18, he stopped. He said he stopped believing them. So I always wanted to know what made, like, what within him made him, like, because usually when people tell you're going to die, this is like, especially doctors. Mm. And at that time, sickle cell was still, and it still is today, considered a black disease, so it's not as taken seriously and yeah. whatever. Mm. So like what made him keep going? And, and I always wonder, maybe that's what's in me sometimes of people looking at me like, yo, you crazy. Because mm. I would have been gave up. I would have been stopped. I would have mm. been done this. And I'm looking at, and sometimes I have those moments, but it's always something within me that mm. says, "Nah, just just keep going." And I feel like yeah. I got it from him, maybe. And but I've never, no one's never told me I'm going to die, like mm. because of this. You know what I mean? So I always wanted to know uh, about that. Um, what what does he think about my music? Because he never heard my music before, yeah. He's never seen me mm. perform, and none of that. Um, And are you proud? I always, as a kid, I feel like would, you know, always wanted to know that from your parents. Yeah, I agree. Mother or father, mm-hmm. am I making you proud? You know what I mean? Um, and, and it's easy to say that when they no longer here Because, you know, that's the great thing to say. Oh, your mother is proud or your father mm-hmm. will be proud. But to hear that from them, you can't. You can't beat that, you know. Yeah. So, yeah, those are the things that questions. I got a million more, but those yeah, <laughs> start yeah. off with that's those. That's just the core of it. That's just the core for sure. Mm-hmm. Word, man. Beautifully said, man.
0: Beautifully said. Thank you. Descending, bro. I appreciate you coming on the podcast. Thank you for bro. having me, man. Let us know what you got going this this year. I mean, this year's flew by. Um, how are you closing what? out the year? What crazy. what what is to expect um, from you? Yeah. And um, you know what's what's next on the agenda for you, bro?
1: Um, right now I'm currently on tour, wrapping up this uh, my mentally drained tour. Uh, I've been promoting my new latest EP, mentally drained EP, um, that I released late last year. It will be a year October 22nd, which is uh, a day after my father's birthday, ironically. Mm. And it was a project that I was just mentally uh, all the. Things that I was going through within the past three years of my life that I was mentally drained about, and I felt alone, right? But when I released the project, I realized I'm not alone. Then when I went on road, when I went on the road uh, during the winter and this summer, I realized I'm de- there's so many people that 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 feel like me. Yeah. So I've been. Um, that's why I'm out here in Charlotte. I can say Charlotte, right? Yeah. Wanna, yeah. Okay, cool. And you know what i said, you know, Oh, he and Charlotte? Yeah, we're going to see him, son. You know what I mean? You know, I don't want to do that. My but, face car is good. All right, cool. Um, and um, just been promoting that. I just wrapped up a film for mm-hmm. my uh, song called Tired. So I'm releasing the short film early next year. Oh, all right. Working on some new music for my new project. Um. I'm a goofball, man. I, I like to laugh. I'm I'm a jokester naturally. So, naturally, yeah, mm-hmm. it's not something that's forced. So, you know, on my social media, you're not just going to see me just rapping, Rappity mm-hmm. rap 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 rap, which I can do, but yeah. you, you know you
0: got your own lane with that too. Yeah, yeah. You, you know, know what I mean? with that.
1: I I, I like a joke. And when I make content or whatever, it's always a message behind it i'm always doing it for a purpose not just for laughs like i'm doing it if i'm promoting a song or promoting a show or whatever whatever because i use it i feel like social media is our tv show it's our tv channel you mm-hmm. know what i mean and it's based off of what you promote or what you want people to know yeah so i just don't want people to know that i'm just a rapper it's like no mm-hmm. i'm a i'm a cool human being that so happens to rap yeah, and I'm good mm. at it
0: you know what I mean and you never know how that will open up doors in that realm like right. you look at like a you know a perfect example this was before social like the blow up of it like how it is now um, but uh, Donald Glover you know Donald Donald came out a doing like YouTube skits right? to where he was like alright I want to show you guys I can rap and, and from watching the YouTube skits people discovered oh okay Childish Gambino like I didn't even know to put two and two together like this guy's dope, dope. And so yeah. like from there he was like yo like let me show y'all I can do stand up as well Let me show y'all I can write as well Let me show like, you, me can show you I can sing Sing as well You know what I mean And so you don't know what avenue will be the one that sets it off To where everybody discovers all the other abilities you have And so like, you're a genuine dude, dude, with so many gifts And so Thank you, brother Keep doing what you're doing, that, bro Keep be-
1: doing what you're doing Because what you're doing is It's just amazing to see both of our growth Since St. Aug days, right? Yeah <laughs> You know yeah. what I mean? Like mm-hmm. It's it's a beautiful thing to see, and even from after saying all, and be like, "Yo, this is what I had in mind," and we sharing our thoughts, and now mm-hmm. to come full circle right now, mm-hmm. and to see where you at and where your mind is, yeah, it inspires me too, man. So I thank you for having me, and thank you for this platform because without platforms like this, independent artists don't get heard. Unfortunately, you know what I'm saying. Unless yeah. you you got to pay a million and one dollars. To be heard on the radio, blah, blah, blah. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. I, I, I appreciate you. So thank you, man. Thank Word, you, for man. Thanks for coming, man. Iron sharpens iron. That's what it's all about. You know, yeah. Having these great
0: conversations and introducing you to these or introducing my audience to you.
1: Yes, for sure. You know, a sure. dope artist. And so thank you.
0: Man. Keep doing your thing, man. You know, give people your socials, you know, a yeah. way to get in contact if, if you don't mind.
1: Sure. Um, socials, Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, Facebook. Descendant underscore underscore. I don't know if y'all had the little screen on the bottom of the des But anyway, D E S C E N D E N T underscore underscore descendant M C dot com um, for everything music, my concert dates, merch, uh, music videos, my YouTube channel. Is Descendant underscore underscore, once again, YouTube slash Descendant underscore, right here. Um, yeah, and that's where you can find me, man. Yeah. Word, man, word. This is As of Late.
0: Thanks for listening to As of Late Podcast. Be sure to follow us on Spotify. Subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts. You can listen to As of Late podcast on both of those. You can also listen to As of Late podcast on Anchor.fm and Google Podcasts.